Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. What another beautiful day in the neighborhood. Man, God is so good. Oh, I'm just sitting here up on the ridge listening to the woodpecker peck and listening to the, the little breeze blowing the leaves and their rustle, the squirrels playing in the old leaves on the ground. Man, it's beautiful. Birds chirping and singing. God is so good. I want to remind us today about the Sermon on the Mount. Recently, we've, we've talked in depth about the Sermon on the Mount and the Beatitudes. And if you open your, your Bibles to Matthew chapter 5, verse 43 is where we will begin. You have heard that it was said, this is Jesus speaking, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. He causes the sun to rise on the evil and the good. It sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your brothers, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that. Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Now he's talking here about to be perfect in your love for your for others, both your enemies and your friends. When we turn to, to Romans chapter 12, down in verse 17, we read that the author is writing, Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everybody. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, It is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals upon his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Hallelujah. Friends, I want to talk about something that plagues us as a person. The desire for ill will and for revenge. It's all fun and games to, to speak these words of the gospel, to read them, to claim that we believe them, to say that they define who we are but it requires the practical application to forge this into our spirits. Along your walk, there will become times when people, sometimes people you least expect, sometimes even people you admire, who line themselves up as your enemy. Perhaps they will speak slanderous of you or... Uh, pick you apart and try to assassinate your character in the public's eye. <clears throat> Who knows, the, the depths of the sinfulness of man know no boundaries. So do not be mistaken and misled in thinking that you can live a life that says, well, I believe in forgiveness and and." 
The Lord says to not repay evil for evil. The Lord says to love our enemies, and I do all this, except when the attack is deeply personal, deeply hurtful. I've heard pastors, and it breaks my heart to hear them say this, even pastors, mature Christians, deacons, men and women who've walked with Christ for many, many decades, who will say, well, what they did is wrong. I'm sure God forgives them, but I'll never forgive them. Or I forgive them, but I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, what comes around goes around. They'll get their due just. They'll fall and they'll trip. And do you know the word of God says for us not to even rejoice in the downfall of our enemies? Listen. I say this with the deepest of love. When a man or a woman attacks you, we have a holy responsibility to respond in love, to forgive quickly, to pray for them. We're not praying for the heavens to fall down upon them and crush them where they're at. We're not praying for some disaster to befall them. We're praying that their eyes are opened, their hearts are transformed. We're praying that their hope is found in Christ and Christ alone. Listen, if it's a brother or a sister in Christ that is to align themselves as your enemy, It doesn't take away from the fact that you're praying for their eyes to be open, for their hearts to be filled with, with the, the Spirit of God, for, for love to prevail. When it's a non-believer that attacks you, why do you get so angry and upset and spiteful with them? Do you expect anything else from them? They are not a part of the same kingdom you are a part of. No. If anything, they need you as a follower of Christ to, to return their evil with love. Don't you know that this is how you overcome evil with good? We cannot overcome evil with evil. And we surely cannot take the love that Christ has given to us and twist it around as some vengeful love. That's not love. Listen, my brothers and sisters, there will be times in your life when people do things to you that are unfair and unjust when they say slanderous things about you, when they try to assassinate you, your character, perhaps even come with brute force. No story, no single story of a man of God has ever impacted me in this, in this subject as uh, Reverend Richard Walmrant. As he was... <clears throat> Excuse me, as he was in Romania with the Russian occupation of Romania when, when the, the, the great bear was still alive. 
and it was known as the Soviet Union, and they had come into Romania and taken over, and Richard Walmbrandt was placed in the prison where Christians were beaten on a regular basis. Uh, inmates were beaten. He would be taken out of his cell and beaten and put back in his cell, and he would pray for those who persecuted him. And there were some other brothers there, and together they began to p pray for their persecutors. They weren't praying vengeance or harm or, or anything terrible to befall their, their enemy. They were praying for the hope of Christ to be realized in their enemies' lives. And don't you know that the same guards eventually that were beating these Christian brothers gave their life to Christ? And when they would be thrown into the cell with Reverend Wombrandt and, and these other brothers, they would embrace these former persecutors with the love of Christ, welcoming them into the circle. And together, they would now pray for the ones who persecuted them. This is a real-life picture of what our life is to be like as a follower of Christ. Verse 17, do not repay evil. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. And he says in the next sentence, the author, be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everybody. He's saying, I want you to live the Christian life every day, every moment. Strive for it. Live it. Listen, we all have the, the baggage of the past that the enemy will pick up and throw at us to try and, and trip us up and to, to cast us down and to destroy reputations. But you are a new creation in Christ. Live as that new creation and live at peace by all your own power with your neighbor's. And when the enemy has whispered in the ears of another man or woman and they have risen to the challenge to try and assassinate you, do not be quick to come back into vengeance, but instead respond with the love of Christ. Pray for your enemies. Overcome evil with good. Think about it. Be blessed and be the blessing. Hallelujah.